Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolph Roman, for the week of March 6th, 20, or March 5th, apologies, 2018. We welcome top indie star, and just recently fresh off the WWE performance, you've also seen him on Impact Wrestling, Cody Deaner joins us today on The Roman Show. This plus much more coming up next. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the face. Booster, go. Retro, go. Lido, go. Fly. Guidance, Surgeon, go. Blind, go. We're going, flight. GNC, we're going. Down here, go. Control, go. 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 We are going. Network, go. Discovery, go. Capcom, we're going, flight. Launch control, this is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks again for tuning in to The Roman Show. Make sure you follow us on our socials. That's uh, Roman Show Media on Facebook and Instagram. At The Roman Show on Twitter. TheRomanShow.com is our website and our YouTube is rroman 201 I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman. Thanks again for tuning in. We welcome Cody Diener in just a few. Talk a little bit about pro wrestling, his career, and how he's a motivational speaker, uh, a teacher, and a whole lot of other things. So, great interview with Cody Diener all the way from uh, Canada. Joins us over here on The Roman Show. And make sure that you uh, send us an email if you want to share some of your comments or your thoughts. Info at theromanshow.com is the email. That's info at theromanshow.com. Listen, I've, I've, I've been talking about it here for most the beginning of the year. And I know some folks there, they want to get rid of some pesky pounds. You need to sign up at the Fight Club in Doral, Florida. Reach out to Henry Morales. That's henry.fightclub at yahoo.com. 786-222-8051. Tell them the Roman show sent you, and you will get a one-day guest pass. That's at the Fight Club in Doral, Florida. Henry Morales is the guy you need to reach out to, 786-222-8051. You never know. You might check me out there training in one of those crazy uh, hardcore classes of boxing or my favorite, Muay Thai, uh, Jiu-Jitsu or whatnot. So head on over, Fight Club in Doral, Florida. Henry Morales, 786-222-8051, henry.fightclub at yahoo.com. You know, just recently, I was able to speak to Al Snow. And I talked to him, of course, about pro wrestling, but also about what he wears. Well, he was wearing a collar and elbow t-shirt. And I have to tell you, that thing was amazing when I looked at it. It, 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 the the type of quality of the shirt is just so pristine, and you gotta purchase one. It's very affordable, and that's a collar and elbow. And you know we're used to seeing all these WWE shirts where they're very clownish and cartoons and all that stuff. Well, collar and elbow is really trying itself set itself apart from that. They're more of a serious brand, but not only are they serious, the quality. I'm telling you. They're not your typical Hanes t-shirt here. These are badass shirts, and they're very respectable. And I have to tell you, you have to purchase one yourself. You don't believe me? Visit the website, collarandelbowbrand.com. Make sure you use the discount code, THEROMANSHOW, in all caps. That's THEROMANSHOW, all in all caps, and get a 10% discount off your purchase. Collar and Elbow Visit them right now. That's collarandelbowbrand.com. You'll thank me later, and you'll be the uh, hottest dudes or dudettes to walk inside the gym or wherever you're going to be sporting that collar and elbow T-shirt. Well, lots to talk about here in the program, but listen, the Miami-Dade County Fair and Expositions, the Youth Fair, returns March 16th, or March 15th, that's a Thursday, 2018 in uh, the Westchester area, right there on Coral Way and Southwest 107th Avenue, Miami, Florida. Uh, Tickets are available right now. You get a discount. Visit thefair.me. But guess what? We're going to hook you up with a free pair of tickets to the fair. 
They're going to have some great performers this year. They're going to have Nelly, TLC, uh, if you like Spanish music, Gente Zona, and so much more. Hit up the fair.me. But how can I win tickets? How can I go in for free, courtesy of The Roman Show? Well, shoot me an e- email, info at theromanshow.com. Okay? And this is what we're going to do. I'm thinking about it. So give me a, a couple of seconds here because I'm trying to get my mind here squared away. But shoot us an email, info at theromanshow.com, and answer this easy question. When did Brock Lesnar win the current WWE Universal title? When did he win that title? First time. The winner will receive two pair of tickets to the fair. Anytime. From March 15th all the way until the end, which it runs all the way to April 8th. Um, there are just two days or four days that, are, that the fair closes, which is on April 2 and 3 and on March 19 and 20. So courtesy of the Roman show, you'll be heading out to the fair for free. Again, shoot me an email with a response. When was the first time Brock Lesnar won the Universal title, the WWE Universe title? And we will hook you up with a pair of tickets to the fair. All right, lots of events happening This weekend, a lot actually, CCW has an event uh, in uh, Broward County and uh, also FEW, Fighting Evolution Wrestling, has an event and they got a seminar with Dimalenko at the FEW training station that's uh, 7341 Northwest 32nd Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33147. Um, that is awesome. <laughs> You're going to get Dimalenko there. Uh, hey, go up and visit... Uh, Fighting Evolution Wrestling on Facebook, and you'll find more details as to how to get yourself involved with a great seminar. And then on Saturday, May 10th, you have the great event taking place. Teddy Long's going to be there. Uh, Renee Michelle, who will debut for FEW, she will be out there. Uh, the event takes place at the Coral Springs High School on March 10th. Tickets are currently available. Again, head on over to FightingEvolutionWrestling.com, or not .com, but on Facebook, and reach them out and you'll get your tickets. That's at Coral Springs High School, 7201 at West Sample Road in Coral Springs, Florida. Two Cold Scorpio will also be there at Spring Breakdown, Saturday, March 10th, 2018. Yours truly will be calling the action in El Español. Trust me, I can speak Spanish very well. I just try to be funny. In Español. Okay, great event happening there uh, in Coral Springs, Florida. Get your tickets right now. You don't want to miss it. And on March 24th, of course, you have the great event happening in Doral, Florida, the Sweetwater Pro Wrestling at Revo uh, Training Center. Get your tickets right now. Bestia 666, the Sandman will be there. Very affordable tickets starting at $10 bucks. Uh, once again, that is SPW Extreme Justice at Revel Entertainment Center. You don't want to miss it. 10395 Northwest 41st Street, uh, 44, 41st Street at Revel Entertainment Center. That's Extreme Justice featuring the EC, former ECW World Heavyweight Champion, The Sandman, and Bestia 666. It's the first time this guy has come here to South Florida. I can remember a time that I... Um, I have seen Bestia 666 years on Florida. I can't remember. So get your tickets from now available right now. And, man, did you hear the news? Fort Rock, this lineup is just getting sick, and they're giving away, they have some sort of deal with the Florida Panthers. You might want to visit uh, their Facebook page because they have great, great opportunities for you to win tickets and also an opportunity to get yourself in to a Florida Panthers game, but what a lineup to have Ozzy Osbourne, Gosmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Stone Sour, Shined Out, Breaking Benjamin. Man, I just can't wait for April 28th and April 29th. You've heard the commercials here, and it's the first time that it comes here to um, Sunrise, Florida, at the Markham Park. So get your tickets right now, uh, Fort Rock. Oh, I just can't wait to get in the pit. All right, guys, let's talk some pro wrestling coming up next. And now, it's time to give you a... 
Well, it's official now. Ronda Rousey will make her... Well, not really her debut because she did come on in her previous WrestleMania, but her WrestleMania wrestling debut as she will team up with Kurt Angle and take on Stephanie McMahon and Triple H. You saw that from a mile away. I know people expected to see maybe The Rock, which in my opinion would have got a, you know, more buys because he is The Rock. You're pairing The Rock, you know, the hottest thing right now in Hollywood. And Ronda Rousey. I mean, that is money. Money. And plus, they had that storyline uh, when Ronda Rousey uh, got inside the squared circle and did a maneuver on Triple H. So it, it would have been perfect. But we get Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Do you find that this will be exciting? Triple H has gone and said that Ronda Rousey has done a phenomenal job at training. And I believe him. Listen, Ronda Rousey is a workhorse. She's a great athlete. Of course, she, she, in my opinion, she just didn't evolve. That's why she reached her peak in mixed martial arts. But she's a training horse. And I'm sure that she's putting her heart and soul into becoming the best pro wrestler that there is today. Point blank. You know, this, this woman is going to be a phenomenal wrestler. I mean, people are criticizing her because of her charisma and whatnot, but trust me, inside, badass. I'm telling you right now, I don't expect her doing any crazy uh, flying moves, but on the ground, technique, technical, she's going to be awesome. So, again, we'd like to hear, do you like that tag team match, Ronda Rousey Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon? Did you you see this all along? Do you think they're going to build it up right? Because... Ronda Rousey is a little, still a little green as far as promos. What are your thoughts? Info at theromanshow.com and we'll read your opinions right here on The Roman Show. Brock Lesnar's contract is soon to be up. He actually took on Kane this past weekend over in Chicago in a 35-second match. That's it. That's all he did. 35 seconds. And people were pissed off in Chicago because they expected more from Brock Lesnar. Needless to say... Brock Lesnar's contract is coming to an end to the WWE. Rumor has it that Brock Lesnar does want to resign, but the WWE is kind of thinking about it. Now, WWE, if this in fact is true, what in the hell are you thinking about? You need to keep Brock Lesnar. I know you have Braun Strowman. That's great. But Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. You're not going to take anything away from this beast. And I understand that there are talks that he might make his way back into the UFC. Let him it's fine. You get a two-man sport athlete. That's that's okay. That's fine. Not a big deal. It builds up more to his character. If he goes out to the UFC and defeats someone and then comes back to the WWE, I mean, you got money there. You can sell the hell out of it. I would love to see Brock Lesnar one more time in the octagon. Why not? And I know many people are going to say, oh... This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Hey, listen. And you, you might even argue the fact that this guy, Brock Lesnar, it's just a matter of time that he will be in the UFC Hall of Fame. Now, you, you can go ahead and debate all you want. Mind you, he is a champion. All right, He is a champion. But not only that, he brought in people from the world of pro wrestling and made him a MMA fan. It's the truth. I don't care what you want what you say. But the truth is that Brock Lesnar should be credited for bringing in all those people and making them MMA fans. New fans to the sport of mixed martial arts. And he was part of the cause why where MMA is right now. Specifically the UFC, of course. Go ahead. Debate me all you want. But a lot of people followed MMA because of Brock Lesnar. And it's truth. Some of them stayed around for the most part. Some of them didn't. But it would just be great to have Brock Lesnar both in the UFC and the WWE. Rey Mysterio, there were talks that he was going to return to the WWE in some sort of contract and wrestle at WrestleMania. 
However, it seems that that is not going to be the case because over the weekend he suffered an injury. Very, very sad and unfortunate because who doesn't love Rey Mysterio? When he appeared on at the Royal Rumble, everyone lost it. And who would have... I mean, come on. It's Rey freaking Mysterio. The guy still got it. He's in great shape. And I would have loved to see him square off back against someone. They were even talking they were going to pair him off against John Cena. Imagine him and AJ Styles. I talked about it here not too long ago. Sammy Callahan recently uh, did a maneuver with a bat and really injured uh, Eddie Edwards at a, uh, la- at a recent Impact Wrestling show. It was really bad. They had to take Eddie Edwards to the hospital. How is that guy uh, still has his have his vision? God knows. But yeah, some people are calling Sammy Callahan now a very dangerous worker. Now I understand, you know, mistakes are mistakes, accidents are accidents. But you're swinging a bat, man. You see, this this is really hard uh, to understand the situation. Plus, I understand Sammy Callahan, you know, is trying to sell off the whole move. If he, if you were to slow pace the bat, it just wouldn't make it realistic. You know, his hand went a little further. I'm sure he's really, really um, hurtful because of what happened. Is he a dangerous worker? I don't think so. I don't think he did it intentionally, obviously. You know, it was just a simple mistake. But at the same time, wrestlers should really consider the type of spot they're going to do to prevent any situations as such. Now, you have Eddie Edwards, a great wrestler, with a really badly injured eye. We'd love to get your thoughts in for at theromanshow.com. Send us, shoot us an email, man, and we'd love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Is Sammy Callahan a dangerous wrestler? Was it, was it a great, cool, like, ooh, hardcore type of thing? Info at theromanshow.com is the email. Coming up next, Cody Diener. You know, I, I saw Cody on Twitter. He had uh, tweeted, sent a tweet to Jim Ross after reading his book. And I reached out to them and I said, man, how cool is that? You know, Jim Ross retweeted your tweet. And he wrote back to me. He's like, yeah, totally cool. So I said, hey, come on the show, man. Let's talk a little bit about that. And obviously your performance, uh, your, your performance out there at the WWE Performance Center. And cool guy, absolutely awesome dude to talk to. Talked over 25 minutes, so almost 30 minutes. Two young gentlemen, you'll get the joke why. Uh, just have a conversation. But the one thing I really liked about Cody is the fact that, yes, he is a pro wrestler, but this guy has a, has a lot of love. He really wants to help people out, both as a teacher, a motivational speaker, and etc. Listen to Cody Diener coming up next on The Roman Show. South Florida's biggest rock experience has returned. Monster Energy Fort Rock, Saturday, April 28th and Sunday, April 29th at Markham Park near Fort Lauderdale, Florida, featuring Ozzy Osbourne. Five Finger Death Punch. Hailstorm, Stone Temple Pilot, Hollywood and Dead, Bullet for My Valentine, Seven Dust, Kill Switch Engage, Under Road, Pop Evil, Trivium, Hatebreed, and more. Monster Energy Sport Rock at Markham Park. Peaceful days, great food, and more. Don't wait. Get your tickets on sale now. For tickets, go to FortRockFestival.com. Ozzy Osbourne, Godsmack, Five Finger Death Punch, Shine Down, and more. Fort Rock, fueled by Monster Energy. Welcome back, everyone, to The Roman Show. Uh, it's a pleasure to have this young man here on the program. You know, one thing, being an athlete, performing for the audience, making them sure that they enjoy every single second of their performance. But another thing is having something of a motivation, and, and it really takes a very special someone to do that. It's not for everyone, but this man, well, he's a jack-of-all-trades. He's a teacher. He's a motivational speaker. And he's also a professional wrestler. And maybe something else that we'll probably learn in this interview. But right now, I'd like to introduce to you, everyone, Cody Diener to The Roman Show. Welcome, man. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. I, uh, I couldn't help but notice that you called me a young man. So it <laughs> felt good. 
like to call it a young man again. Listen. That's something I haven't been, I haven't been, uh, hasn't been said about me in the last little while in professional wrestling. <laughs> I've actually been doing it for quite quite a while now. So whenever I'm, I'm called a young man, it, it stands out to me, and I very much appreciate it. <laughs> Cody, you and I are in the same boat. I'm 35. I'm about to be 36. We're young men. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's all. That's all we can say. And listen, as long as we can walk and we can breathe and we can move, I think we're still young. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the walking part's getting harder for me day by day. But, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. But that's it's on the head. But uh, yeah. but you know what? One thing that really brought to my attention was. Uh, you tweeted to Jim Ross. I noticed that. That's why I took uh, notice there that you were reading his book, The Slobber Knocker, and he retweeted you. Uh, that that was pretty neat. And um, have you ever have you ever had an opportunity to meet Jim Ross and spoken to Jim Ross on a personal level? No, I haven't actually. When I was um, started doing like dark matches and yeah. tryouts and things, WWE, he was no longer in talent relations. It wasn't him anymore. It was uh, John Laurinaitis doing that. So uh, he wasn't. He wasn't with the company in that in that role in that capacity, so I never actually got to sit down and, and discuss or talk wrestling or talk shop or anything with Jim Ross. But I've always respected him. I mean, he I'm a wrestling fan first, and he was like the voice of so many moments as a kid and as a teenager watching wrestling. He was the voice, the soundtrack to all of that. So I I really you know respect the man and and have followed his career so when i when i heard he had a book i definitely sought it out and i just gobbled it up i read it within a few days yeah and, and even to this day you know you just can't duplicate his voice the way the excitement and you know we, we were able to see him at the during the monday night raw 25 anniversary and boy you know we it, it's such a huge difference and not to say nothing against the current announcers but he just brings so much experience and and the way that he he announces tells a story and adds so much excitement to it instead of just reading off a script you know he made it more realistic more authentic and you can tell when he's over in new japan pro wrestling uh when he's yeah, announcing I over think, there I, I think with jim ross i think it's something that um you know that old saying you know you don't know what you got till it's gone mm -hmm. and i think with jim ross i think everyone loved him when he was an announcer but i don't think he got as much respect as he deserved until he was gone and then you re and somebody else is in his place and you realize once he's gone kind of once that soundtrack's gone and just the way he did things you really notice it when it's not there anymore so when he does come back you just man you just notice the difference when you when you listen to him commentate a show it's just yeah man there's no one else like him and his book was amazing uh, really good book. Highly recommend anyone read it, not just wrestling fans. And yeah, he retweeted it, retweeted it, which is cool. It's it's, it's really interesting to me when I just do something like that. You, you just send out a tweet because you you like you know someone's book or whatever, something that they're doing or something they did, and they retweet it. And you don't really realize it until you look at it and you're able to actually look at the tweet activity and you realize, holy crap! Like Jim Ross has million and a half or two million followers or something or, yeah. or more than that i don't know so like millions of people are seeing something that i just said and like the power of social media is just un unreal you can't it's just it wasn't around when i started wrestling man so it's just it's changed the game big time the last number of years it's, it's just something that's really interesting to me too. yeah if if it only existed back then right but uh, that'll be another topic for us <laughs> sure. but, yeah i mean it, 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 it has changed wrestling it's another topic entirely but mm -hmm. i mean it's, I don't know, I, I often miss the days when we didn't have that, mm -hmm. um, and you kind of, I don't know, it, it was just different, man, and again, we could we could talk about that some other time, but mm -hmm. it has changed, changed the business, you had to work harder in a different way, you had to have a different skill set than you do now, it's kind of kind of interesting, but I've been, I've done my best to kind of um, change with the times as best I could and stay on top of things, and yeah, it's pretty cool when somebody who's got a couple million followers retweets something and that many people see it, it's, it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Now, Cody, you, you were recently in the Performance Center. Uh, tell us about the experience. What's the status? What, what's going on with you? Yeah, I, I was invited down to uh, the Performance Center back in June. I mean, the experience I mean, couldn't have been any better. Uh, the facility there is just unreal. The coaching staff there was, was hands down just amazing. You couldn't have had better guys. I mean, I got to got to talk business with, you know, someone like John.
Johnny Saint, and then, you know, in the same breath, you know, turn to Steve Carino and, and, and talk to him, and then you got Matt Bloom and Terry Taylor, and all those guys were down there. It was just, it was such a cool, cool experience. Um, and I've, I've kind of rubbed shoulders with some of those guys, not Johnny Saint, but I've rubbed shoulders with Terry Taylor and Steve Carino and those guys, you know, earlier on in my career, so it was nice to catch up with those guys again. And I... I've been around for a while, like I said, but I'm always up for learning something new and passing things on. So it was it was cool seeing, you know, some of the young guys that were in the tryout that day that have never actually stepped foot in a wrestling ring. <laughs> or they have only been in the ring like a year or two and they have this opportunity of just kind of being a fly in the wall and, you know, get, getting to witness that was kind of interesting from my perspective. Um, and then also just being in that position after being in the wrestling with the 17 years, kind of, you know, wondering, you know, doubts creep in and go, man, am I, I was like one of the oldest guys there, and am I too old to do this, or am I going to be able to get through this? But I kind of really pushed myself and made sure, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to show some of these young guys that, uh, some of the older guys can still do this and, and can still go. So some of the, some of the younger guys that maybe weren't, weren't as prepared for what wrestling, um, has to offer were weren't able to finish some of the drills and things that were happening those those days and I just I just made sure that I was going to be able to do it and I I knocked it out of the park man I made sure I finished every everything you know just as fast as the other guys so I think I showed a couple of young guys how it's done and I I, I know I had a little bit of chip my, chip my shoulder after doing that but uh, yeah the, the status is uh, is kind of kind of up in the air is like I said things went well. And um, you know, stay tuned. Hopefully, something comes comes from it. Uh, as of as of right now, I'm just gonna keep plugging away, uh, keep doing what I do and doing what I love, which is pro wrestling. So whether that's in NXT, in WWE, in Impact Wrestling, in Ring of Honor, you know, wherever wrestling takes me, that uh, I, I love wrestling. So to, no matter what scale it is or what company it's for, I'm just a, a pro wrestler at heart and a fan of pro wrestling. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what 2018 brings, man. And we're speaking uh, to motivation, a speaker, professional wrestler, and teacher, Cody Diener right now on, uh, on the Roman Show. And you can visit his website, CodyDiener.com, to book him for speaking engagements or, of course, to be a part of your wrestling card. Now, I took notice, Cody, that you, you've been around professional wrestling for some time. And look back here that you made an appearance back in SmackDown. And one of the first guys that you wrestled with is the legend. I'm talking about the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. That must have been a cool experience, huh? Yeah, that was, that was kind of a... That was my first big break in wrestling up to that point. I'd only ever really done independent, independent wrestling shows. And I had been sending tapes and been trying to get noticed and literally sending tapes mm -hmm. <laughs> like VHS <laughs> no no links to YouTube videos <laughs> yeah, uh, sending physical tapes in the mail you know every every three or four weeks and uh, finally they got a hold of me it was Tommy Dreamer who was in the office it was actually wow. his first day in the office um, when he started working in talent relations and he called me it was like his first or second day and I probably talked to him for 20-30 minutes and he invited me for a tryout and the very first tryout I ever did, the first the first day was a raw taping, and I had a dark match. And then the second day was SmackDown, and uh, I wrestled Kurt Angle. And Vince McMahon himself, you know, pulled me aside after I came to the curtain. He approached me to shake my hand and thank me for for how well I did. So I mean, having my 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 first experience with the WWE, I mean, couldn't have been couldn't have been any better, man. It was, it was pretty pretty surreal experience. So, so let me ask you, you, you you've been uh, as far as a part of tryouts now in 2018, or back then it was 2017, and then back then in the early 2000s, so how different were they? Uh, it was very different. Um, the, I, I, I tell this, this to some of the young guys, it was, it was very different. I, when I, started, I did my first tryout, um, they were basically the only way they were scouting is they were bringing in extras to the shows. So um, I was brought in, uh, uh, like a handful of other guys, and things weren't definitely weren't as organized as they are now. Like they have guys on the radar that they're taking a very close look at, and they want to take a look at. But back then, you might 
you know they had a handful of guys they might want to see or bring into the bring into the town and sometimes it was just luck of the draw mm-hmm. and in my case it was just the whoever's on the ball the fastest i actually got my dark match uh my very first one because there was a group of guys and sergeant slaughter said hey we need somebody to wrestle muhammad Hassan today in the dark match and i just quickly said i'll do it and he said, okay, well, what, what's your name? And he put my name down on the sheet, and that's how I got my dark, dark match. It's because I was the fastest one to say, I'll do it. <laughs> so it, 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 it was just a totally different ball game, man. It was a little more of the Wild West. It was kind of the end uh, of the Wild West days where it was kind of every man for himself, and things weren't, you know, as corporate and, and organized as they are now. Whereas now, you know, they do invite-only tryouts to the performance center. They have files on every guy. It's, it's, you know, it's a machine now, and it was a little less of a machine when I first started doing it. And you just, you had to get yourself noticed. That that part hasn't changed. You just got to do something to stand out and get noticed. Whether you know that's a look you have, um, some, your promo skills, or in my case, just be the first guy to say I'll do it, <laughs> and ho- hopefully something good happens. And in my case, it did. So. Yeah, man, it's very, very different. One thing, one thing in your career, though, of course, you've been part of WWE, also uh, TNA or Impact Wrestling, and then in, in other promotions. But you've had the opportunity to work with great performers, such as a Rey Mysterio that you, you recently uh, participated with. Uh, Bobby Roode was it that you also worked with. So you, you've had this fair share of experiences, not in the WWE or the Impact uh, Wrestling, but in the Indies. And I think that that's 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 a good way because. Not only are you working with them in the indies, but you're learning from them as you go, preparing you to the next stage, which is where you want to be. So, when you when you get to team up with a Mysterio, what what, what do you get from him? Uh, meeting him for the first time, knowing that you've been in the business for for some time now. It's um, it's really cool. Um, I'm trying to think of another word other than just saying it's cool because it's, it's more <laughs> than just cool, but it's kind of it's kind of hard to describe to somebody. Um, who's not in wrestling, or even somebody who is in wrestling that hasn't experienced that, it's kind of hard to describe. Um, when I first was very young in the business, and even just meeting guys was, I'd, I'd, I'd have what you know, wrestling fans would call mark-out moments. I remember the first time, my first mark-out moment was I was on an independent wrestling show and I met Mick Foley, mm. and uh, he was, just so kind and such a down-to-earth guy and I was hanging hang out with him and his son Dewey in the locker room and I was just marking out because you know his son was was part of his Kane Dewey promos in ECW and I knew everything about Mick Foley I mean I was a huge Mick Foley fan and getting to hang out with him you know and kind of be his quote-unquote peer because I was on the wrestling show too was just like I was just marking out and I couldn't in the inside I was just like a this little kid you know um, now that I've been in the wrestling so long and I've met so many of these guys, I don't necessarily have the same reaction, this mark-out moment, or maybe this doesn't last as long. You know, meeting Rey Mysterio was really cool. For, you know, I had a quick little mark-out moment on the inside because I'm a wrestling fan, like I said earlier. But then, you know, you, I start talking to him after a couple of minutes and he's just a dude in the business just like me and loves the business just like me and wants the match to be good just like me and wants to pop the crowd and go out through the curtain and, and ex- get that adrenaline rush and feeling you get when you perform just like me. So it's it's cool because I'm, you know, I, I still feel like a kid sometimes in those situations, but then I have the years of experience on my side where I can kind of push that, those mark out moments down and suppress them and, and attack it from, you know, a business standpoint and just be a fellow peer of theirs. And it's, it's just unique, man. I, again, you can, I'm kind of at a loss for words to describe it, but you, you named a couple guys, yeah, like Ray Mysterio, Bobby Roode, um, just this past year. I got to do some stuff with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, which was so cool. Um, he was another guy who was just so so amazing, and a guy that I I loved growing up as a kid. Guys like Jake the Snake Roberts, Kevin Nash, like man, there's I, there's so many guys that I've I've got to rub shoulders with, be in the ring with, and work with that I, I'm just so so blessed. I think 
that's kind of a cliche sometimes on social media. People saying, oh, so blessed to have this happen. But, like, I really do feel that way when I get to perform with these guys and rub shoulders with these guys. Because, like I said, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling fan, a kid at heart. So getting to work with these guys and learn from them is just so amazing. Now, Cody, aside from you being a, prof- a professional wrestler, you're also a teacher and uh, a motivational speaker. So h- how did this motivational speaker... Uh, come about, uh, and, and what can people expect when uh, you have a speaking engagement at an upcoming event, or when you visit the hospital or school? I see that you interact with the fans. You point out some of the uh, the folks that you meet, and you highlight or pinpoint something that really just brought to your attention that could perhaps inspire someone else out there that's that's going through a tough day or or has something similar to that person that that person's facing. Yeah, like I, I guess I never really thought of my story and myself uh, as unique until, you know, as I was doing some part-time teaching things and and interacting with young folks, you know, whether it was at wrestling shows or in schools or wherever my life might take me, and people started using that word to describe me and my journey a lot was this this word unique, and I never kind of, I never thought of myself that way. But as I talked to more and more people and, and adults, I started to realize that someone who has a dream since the age of five and actually accomplishes that dream and goes out and does it and loves it just as much when they're 35 as when they were five, that is unique, uh, unfortunately. That's, we're in a minority, people that, that do what I do. Um, and, and kind of follow their five-year-old dream. That that's not common. It's not common. So um, as I would share my story with students and, and other folks in different scenarios, I started to kind of realize um, maybe I have a maybe I do have something to say because I'm being told by fans and people that I'm you know that my story and my life and things that I've experienced is inspiring maybe I can do something with that. So um, I started, I was teaching um, adult ed classes, um, and which were these classes of people who were dropouts, who had really hard times in their life, and they had to drop out of school for whatever reason, and then um, they were lucky enough to get a second chance. And it was, for some of them, it was their last chance to kind of get their high school diploma and, and try to make something with their life. And then they got stuck in a room with me, huh. and uh, I was their last chance. And I would always, when I got those students, I would tell them my story to try to inspire them. And it, it more often than not worked and they were inspired by by me and my story and i approached them just as human beings not based on their past and um it was a really just one-on-one small scale kind of stuff and it kind of grew from there and then i was asked to go speak at some different events and then from just speaking and sharing from my heart on wrestling shows sometimes and it kind of grew and then um i started you know just i just kind of put it out there that i was available for those things i started getting bookings and started doing these things that sometimes they were at libraries for really young kids for like a reading program or they're at you know youth group camps and then now i'm starting to go into the high schools and travel all over the place going into the into schools and talking at assemblies in front of hundreds of kids and just trying to motivate them to to follow their dreams and to to live um a unique way and that is to to have a passion, something that you you love doing, and to work hard at it, and you you can do whatever you set your mind to do as long as you're willing to put in the work. One of the things I always tell kids is, um, I think this young generation is often told you can be whatever you want to be, and I, I tell kids that that's a lie. Hmm. That you can't be whatever you want to be. That 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 sentence is unfinished. The sentence needs to continue and it it goes like this you can be whatever you want to be if you're willing to put in the work Mm -hmm. and I I tell them stories of the work that I've put in and the the ups and the downs and the trials and tribulations that I've gone through and put in the work to try to be what I want to be and that's a professional wrestler and I just I'm just real with them I'm just telling them about myself and and that 
that affects people um, in a profound way that's kind of hard to describe, but it motivates people, and I, I get charged from it. There's not a lot of things that kind of get me excited and amped up, like performing in a professional wrestling ring, but I've found the last number of years that motivational speaking is starting to give me that, that same charge, too. Wow, that is just an absolutely awesome uh, story that you shared with us there, Cody. So not only do you have art inside the ring, but also, you know, outside of the ring as you speak to individuals who are going through some some, uh, some trials and tribulations, as you mentioned, and help them up to get back on their feet. So, Cody, uh, I want to thank you so much for your time. And you know, we can go on and on. I'm pretty sure we'll have a part two here of an interview. So where uh, can people see you? What are your, um, your next performances? And, again, if you want to book Cody, whether it's on your wrestling card, uh, pro wrestling card or as a speaking engagement as a motivational speaker CodyDiener.com is the website so where, where can we expect you soon Cody I'm, I'm, I'm really all over the place if you go to CodyDiener.com I have an events page there that has all my upcoming bookings I, I'm all over the place all across North America mainly all across Canada United States I'm, I'm uh, all, all over the place with both the speaking and, and the wrestling keeping busy and um CodyDiener.com is the main source uh, of where to go for all that information. Um, I'm starting to uh, be on television. If you want to check me out, you can uh, check out Smash Wrestling, which is now uh, on the national network, the Fight Network. And so I'm on there uh, a little bit too. So uh, wrestling, just just CodyDiener.com has... uh, my Facebook on there, uh, which is just my Facebook page, is at Cody Diener. Twitter at Cody Diener. Instagram at Cody Diener. So I'm keeping it simple for the folks. I, I, I at Cody Diener. You can find me on all the major social media places. And I love interacting with my fans, talking with my fans, talking about my fans. Like you said earlier, I like to post things on there of interactions that I have with some special fans that I've kind of developed relationships with over the years. So people can can look out for that on my social media i really really uh, believe that social media is often uh, a negative space and there's a lot of negativity out there and i just try to focus on the positive and put out positive messages on there and some feel-good stories so if people head on over to my facebook you can read some pretty my facebook page you can read some some pretty uh positive stories on there for sure amen to that cody because if you stay on the phone too long sometimes it could be toxic toxic and venomous so uh i i no, i i'm telling you, i always tell people about it you know try you know it goes back to when we were kids when our parents used to tell us you know give us a certain amount of time to watch tv you know they try to really get us away from tv number one is you know they used to say i don't know if it's so true but it's bad for the eyes right that's number one and number two you, you get fed with all this junk it's the same thing with phones um, but I appreciate you that, that you're doing spreading on some positivity on, on, on social media because in this time of age, we need a lot of that instead of all this gossip and nonsense that we find uh, on, on the Internet that really just, you know, it, it's, it's not even good for locker room talk. But, uh, you yeah, know. <laughs> I agree, man. I agree 100%. It, it's just totally messed up. But, Cody, thanks so very much. And, you know, hopefully we get to see you here in Florida or South Florida, preferably, where we're at, and we'll catch you up. Uh, we got several shows here, so hopefully we get to see you down here where it's a little bit warm compared to uh, where you're at in Canada. Yeah, that would be nice. I'm, if there's any any promoters in Florida, definitely hit hit me up. Uh, my booking email is on codeiner.com. Uh, my email for booking is cody underscore deaner at hotmail.com. And if anybody wants to bring me into Florida, I am I am more than willing willing to go I miss going to Orlando I used to go down to Orlando all the time for the uh-huh. DNA tapings uh-huh. so I, I miss that that neck of the woods and uh, I'd, I'd love to go go down there again yeah we'll, we'll rescue you from the winter I was there in Niagara Falls not too long ago and boy does it get really really cold oh, up there it's bad oh man it's been it's been awful I spent uh, <laughs> I posted this on my Instagram the other day I spent literally five hours about two weeks ago shoveling shoveling myself out of my driveway so <laughs> yeah it's, it's been a particularly Even the, I think hard a, winter a portion of the falls got frozen, if I'm correct. I read. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy, man. Yeah, it's 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 nuts right now. So <laughs> I, I I'm in need of a of a Florida Florida work vacation. So yeah, hit me up <laughs> we gotta get this man down here to Miami Beach and enjoy the weather, enjoy the beach. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, Cody. Well, thanks so much. We'll catch up with you very soon. Look forward to see you in action at your upcoming event and your speaking engagement. CodyDiener.com is the website to book him on your pro wrestling uh, card or your motivational speaking engagement. Thanks again, Cody, for your time.
Thank you very much, man. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. Frankie Edgar has been knocked out. It has never been done until Brian Ortega did so this past weekend. Frankie Edgar, of course, a legend that you would go ahead and set a former champion in the UFC and in mixed martial arts. Listen, not everyone's going to have their day. Is it is it Frankie Edgar coming to his the end of his career? I don't think so. I just think he just needs to evolve a little bit, change things around. But point blank, Frankie Edgar, okay, of course, will learn from his mistakes and he will bounce back. Now, will he be back in a title contention? Perhaps, maybe. He's gonna take a little bit of time, of course. But I, I would I would say that he hasn't lost the beat. You know, it's just again, not everyone has their day. Every dog has his day. But Brian Ortega, however, wow. We ha- I remember speaking to Brian Ortega about two years ago, and this guy is top notch. This guy, he made it look so easy. But the one thing I really like about Brian Ortega is not just a great fighter, but his persona. He's just a very helpful person. And if you hear that interview back in 2015 here on The Roman Show, the same things he said this past weekend about helping people, he said that as well. And, and we'll go ahead and advise you to tune in and hear that interview. You could just check it out there in the archives of Brian Ortega. So what do you think? Does Frankie Edgar, has he reached his limit? Is he done? Or will he come back, win a couple of more fights, and get back into title contention? Info at theromanshow.com is uh, the email. Shoot us an email and we'll read your opinions right here on the program. On the socials, at the Roman Show, Roman Show Media, both on Instagram and Facebook. And on YouTube, that's all Romano 201. Check out some of the great interviews that we have. Andrei Arlovsky got a victory over Stefan Struve. I know last week I bashed Andrei Arlovsky for losing five in a row and one having won one and then getting an opportunity. But listen, he won, okay? Now he has two wins in a row. Will he get another title shot? Eh, look at the heavyweight division. It's not really particularly that exciting. You know, Stefan uh, Stipe Miocic and uh, Daniel Cormier are going to go toe-to-toe. Cain uh, Velasquez, I don't know where Cain Velasquez is. Uh, Junior Dos Santos, eh. You know, that's just something about the heavyweight division in the UFC. I, I don't see it that strong. You know, you have one guy who holds the title for a very long time. Um, and it's just that, you know, guys just really don't go on a, on an insane win streak. You don't have a, a Demetrius Johnson or, or, or John Jones that really reign supreme in that division. Um, it seems like they defended a couple of times, and that's pretty much it. Although Stipe, though, has been doing quite well. So whoever that champion is, man, they just fight among themselves. But it's it's just not competitive, in my opinion. It's not it, it's not the heavyweight division, you know. They uh, and they have to bring in DC. You know, they have to move up DC to fight Stipe. That just shows you the power, star power that is needed in that division. But hey, kudos to Andre Olaski. He was on the program not too long ago here, and uh, of course you can check it out on archives. Nice guy, but hey, you never know. Why not? And he's uh, he's on the way of tying a record, uh, most wins in the heavyweight division. But ask him, he doesn't care. That, that's just pretty much his response. He just does not care. So Georgia St. Pierre, as you know, uh, defeated Michael Bisping to win the middleweight championship last year, and after that he had to relinquish it because he was he was sick. He had a, a disease. Um, so, in fact, he had a ulcer, ulcerative colitis. Uh, it's a, many of his worst symptoms uh, have been resolved, which is a good thing. So he is, he is kind of training. He's doing some different things. And the reason why he said he received that is because of the whole weight. Um, he, he was having issues, but now he's a lot better. And he says that, listen, I'm not done with mixed martial arts. I could return, and, and, and it's not when the UFC wants me to. I, I can come back anytime I want. It's just a matter of how he feels about his body. Honestly, I hope he comes back. I think we need a Georgia St. Pierre. We need that star power. We need a name to bring up the uh, the, the Byron. Because with all due respect to this last pay-per-view, but 
Come on, guys. Chris Cyborg, her opponent. Chris Cyborg destroyed her opponent. We're crossing our fingers that we get Cyborg and Amanda Nunes. I really want to see that fight. And then you had the Frankie and Brian Ortega fight. That was good. But then after that, I don't know about too much about the other fights. I mean, they, they could have practically been on on um, UFC on Fox or, or, or FS1. It was a regular fight night. There wasn't really that much exciting uh, fights there on, on the pay-per-view. Looking at the card. So they got to get a little better there on the pay-per-views. Heck, they even caught Dana White looking at that uh, Ortiz boxing fight during the fight. What does that tell you? Yeah, I know you're going to tell me, oh, well, I'm a boxing fan. But that just shows you that it wasn't the most exciting fight card uh, on the pay-per-view most recently. Conor McGregor has appeared in a Burger King commercial. If you haven't seen it, I invite you to. It is probably the, the most funniest thing that you have ever seen. Good for Conor McGregor, who, by the way, sent his uh, tipped his off, tipped off his uh, tipped his hat off to Frankie Edgar and kind of told him, "Hey, champ, you know, you got this. It's not the end of it." But took a stab at uh, Max Holloway. Mind you, one thing about Frankie Edgar, he stepped up. He was supposed to take on Holloway for the title. That didn't happen. They gave him Brian Ortega at the last minute. He took it. So good as to. Too. Frank Yeager just shows you the type of fighter that he is. He's not really picking for anything. He just loves he loves what he does. And that is a fight. Well with that being said, we'll catch you right here on the Roman Show. Make sure to follow us on the socials once again. That's at the Roman Show on Twitter. And Roman Show Media, both on Facebook and on Instagram and on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Roman. We'll catch you next time. You have been on. You have been heard.